Okay. 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 <clears throat> so if I start it, you think you want to start it? You want to, is this you want you want to do the ad read? Or you want me to start it? Then you no, you I go. Think, I think yeah, I think I can start it. Okay. <clears throat> how, how do you start it? <laughs> <laughs> so far, no notes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I really don't know how to start it. How to start I usually it. start with by saying, "Is this a ghost?" Is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. That's a, okay. All right, that makes sense. All right, I'll I'll try that. <clears throat> take uh, take two. Uh, take a uh, take the second whenever you're ready okay. at your leisure. Is this a ghost? The podcast is sponsored by Pinkney Bend Distillery. <laughs> then I'm, do I go on from there? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Did you you okay? Did you want okay. me to jump in or? No, it's a a, a Pinkney Bend. Uh, which is a group of, um, it says here, uh, felons. That doesn't sound right. A group <laughs> of, I, I thought, I think we got different, different messaging. I don't think I have that one. <laughs> a group of ex cons who were unemployable. Uh, no, that's no, 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 that's something different. That's something different. That's where I, that's where I get my car fixed. I'm sorry. A different place. Um, I give up. I, 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 can't do it. I, can't do it. I give up. That was a that was a try. That was eh, you know. That was um, okay. All right. Well, I'll just I'll I'll do one and we'll see how it feels mm-hmm. to you. Okay. Okay. Is this a ghost? Is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery, Patrick. It is the holiday season. We are here, and uh, it's a time of year where you're thinking about what to stuff the old stockings with. And I don't know about you, but my children love to see their stockings full of Pickney Bend gin. Because they know daddy won't be coming home tonight. (laughs) My one-year-old and my two-year-old, they both love it when they wake up on St. Nick's Day, December 6th. Proud tradition. Does everyone, I don't think everyone celebrates St. Nick's Day. Is that like a St. Louis thing? It's a a St. Louis thing probably, right? Might be. Okay. Maybe. Like like the, like like telling jokes at Halloween and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's probably a St. Louis thing. We, We did it. Yeah. Okay, well, some people in this world, smart people who like more presents, they do. We celebrate something called St. Nick's Day on December 6th, and that's when St. Nicholas, who in this case is separate from Santa Claus, St. Nick, don't ask, don't, we don't want to get too deep in the weeds on the, <laughs> the mythology here. Yeah. Like, if, if you start asking too many questions, then all of a sudden you don't get St. Nicholas gifts anymore, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh shit, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, you just let it slide. Yeah. That's when you either put out shoes outside your door, or you can just use your stockings. That's a two for stockings now and stockings on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Uh, and St. Nick will come and put something in there. And so you need something on December 6th. It's coming up. Checking my watch. That's in about a week, friends. Uh, if my if my math is so weird. We're recording this before Halloween. <laughs> but I think this is right. Um, and when you wake up and when your children wake up on St. Nick's Day, you, they're going to want to see that Pickney Ben mm-hmm. bottle uh, peeking out of that, that stocking. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And you're going to want your children not to bother you at six in the morning when they get out of bed. So you're going to put something in that shoe to quiet them the fuck down. And Pinkney Ben Gin can do just that. <laughs> Assuming your children are over the age of 21. And, I was going to uh, say, I don't, the, 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 the FCC must not listen to this podcast either because we have I not don't, received any I, sort of I, a communication I, yeah, from them. Yeah. I've stopped sending it to them. So I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, whether it's for you or whether it's for your 21 or older children, <laughs> You're, you're going to want some Pinkney Bend in the house. And they are, among other things, they are first and foremost a gin house. And uh, they make some really good gin. I found the ingredients that they use in their gin. Uh, here's this. I'm just going to read you the list. And you tell me mm-hmm. what you think of this, Pat. Their standard has uh, their juniper, the coriander, orris, mm-hmm. uh, which, as you know, is um, is uh, botanical. Oris, yeah, on planet Earth, yeah, yeah, or, from yeah. one of the, yeah, it was from one of the Final Fantasy games, right? Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah, sure. that's yeah. the one. Uh-huh. And Angelica, not the person, uh, mm-hmm. also the botanical. Mm-hmm. Um, but also they include so those are like standard in gin, but also they include uh, some nuanced flavors of cardamom, oh. lavender, and blended citrus. Wow, yeah, it's a real solid gin. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't had the chance yet, you're missing out because they have won. Uh, several, several awards, including the coveted gold medal award from the San Francisco World Spirits Competition back in 2012. Uh, they put that stamp on there and they have never let it go because it is so good. And you should check that out. You should have that gin. Gin is a very um, Christmas forward drink, I think. Yeah. I think it's yeah. a juniper. Yeah. Yeah. Mixes really well with um, eggnog, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. I think <clears throat> Boy, I don't know if I mean, it nothing does. else does, but sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tough. I don't know. We're going to find You know what? We're going to find out for you. We're going to do the work. Oh. So you don't have to. Okay. Patrick's yeah. going to do the work. 
so yep. you don't have to. <clears throat> Hopefully they start selling eggnog before Halloween because um, <laughs> you're going need to need, need to do a lot of this testing apparently weeks in advance. You have eggs, right? Oh, I'm not making eggnog. I'll kill myself. <laughs> I made eggnog, eggnog once um, and I aged it. You, you age it for a while. It was not very good. Yeah. Just yeah. like. Does Kroger age theirs, or they they just like they just whip it up in the back? I can't I imagine Kroger. Yeah, yeah, Kroger goes through that work now. Yep. Um, but you know, if you get bad eggnog, the the one way to spruce it up for sure is drop some pygmy Ben gin in there. I it's not going to make it worse. <laughs> Tired of drinking rotten eggnog? Well, let pygmy Ben put a new twist on an old Tired. holiday favorite. Tired of drinking rotten eggnog, but don't want to be wasteful? Pygmy Ben, we'll uh, we'll fix that right up. Yeah, we will sterilize all the horrific things in spoiled eggnog and make it palatable. Pinkney Ben. Not how it's spelled. Allergy issues happening. Oh, so like all the space behind my face mm-hmm. is really like hot. It's been hot all day, mm-hmm. and I've been drinking this whiskey now, and it's not. It's not. It's not a coolant for that. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, do you flonase? I don't. I should flonase. You should flonase. It was life changing for me. Flonase yeah. made a big old difference for me. I've been doing it for ooh, three or four months now. Big okay. big difference. Okay. I might actually have some flonase upstairs. <clears throat> Flonase is strange because you put it in your nose and it smells like flowers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then it's the confusing whole, to me. And then the whole rest of your day, you get like little Flonase boogers falling out. <laughs> and those are, those don't smell very good. Okay. But it's little boogers. But they taste delightful. They, <laughs> they are a, a rich orange flavor and a texture <laughs> unlike any other. Um, yeah, yeah Flonase and Zyrtec. Whatever, whatever the Walgreens version of both of those things is. Every day. Zyrtec's like a pill, right? Zyrtec is a teeny tiny pill. And yeah, I, like uh, I like the I like the floral scent of uh, mm-hmm. flonies. Yeah, so I would I'd recommend that. And those things you you can do them like every day. You don't have to worry about you know well, becoming nice. addicted or your nose like rotting off or anything. Okay, well I wasn't worried about my nose rotting off. There's well there's until like you said that. What's the one What's the one medicine that you can't take it for very long because otherwise you like you'll never poop again. Uh, leprosy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the, it's leprosy. The one where your yeah. nose falls off and you. <clears throat> no, no, no. The, no you no. never poop again. <laughs> no, it's like if, if you if, if you take some sort of like a supplement to help you poop, but if you take it for too long, then your body's like, oh, this is the only way I poop now. And oh. so then if you then if you ever stop oh. taking it, your body's like, oh well, I guess we're done pooping forever. No. Yeah. So whatever that is, is that, don't do that. Is that a real thing? I think so. I, I think it's like I if it's. Care. I think it's I like, like if you that. take like Metamucil or something, or, or one one of those. You know, like a pooping medicine, you know. Yeah, I, like I a, know. Yeah. yeah you I, know. Know. I, I, and like, I, I don't even know why I'm doing yeah, hand yeah, gestures. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like a pooping medicine. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. I think if you take pooping medicine for too long, your body becomes dependent on pooping medicine. And yeah. when you stop, that's it. You're done. Whatever it is, I bet uh, I bet Dr. Oz has a version of it that he sells for twice the cost. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> So I sent you a text earlier, as you know, because you were mm-hmm. there. And yeah, I received it and I responded to it. So yeah, you did. Yeah. And I asked you if you wanted to do American. You felt like American or German tonight, mm-hmm. and you made your choice. Mm-hmm. Would you like to explain to the world uh, which choice you made? I chose Citroen. Chose? <laughs> you sure did. Uh, so that's what we're gonna do tonight. We're gonna do this German ghost story. That is, um, boy, I you know there nothing that comes from old Germany disappoints. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are a serious and horrifying people. Yeah. Now, 20th century Germany, that gets a little disappointing. Yeah. But well, before that, mm-hmm. yeah, we we are yeah. boy. We're in a whole we're in a whole we're in a whole space here. Um. <clears throat> now, I wanna I wanna warn you, just because you've been on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a handful of times. Yeah, I think I, you, I I think I have the record for the most times being on the podcast. <laughs> well, I think you're tied. <laughs> Uh, I, and you, so you, you're, I think you're probably getting a feel for how these stories tend to go, right? There's, Poor, a, there's yeah, a kind of a rhythm. Yeah. They go poorly. Yeah. Like you, you get me, <laughs> right. you get me really excited about a few individuals. I kind of maybe start to develop a crush on them and then mm-hmm. they all die or they mm-hmm. murder other people who then 
you know, you know, die from the murder. Yeah. Which I guess is, it's nicer if they become the ghosts. If you have a crush on them, like ghost is good because you could still go see them like in person. Yeah. Visit them and, yeah. you know, have some sort of connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get, I didn't have sex with them <laughs> quite frankly, based on our <laughs> Lucy Liu and now joy Behar. I forgot we should talk uh, about joy. Behar. I don't think it's we a, should talk about joy Behar. Okay. Anymore. We won't talk about <laughs> joy Behar. Uh, if they become the murderers, that's just disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to visit them after that. Yeah. So I'm going to take you back to Germany, but I wanted to warn you that this story is a little different in structure than a lot of our regular stories in that this story, there's going to come a point in this story where the story is going to take a hard fork. Okay. Okay. You'll know it when you see it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to go like a normal story. And then there'll be a point where you're like, that's not what I was expecting to go next. (laughs) Would you call it a twist? Is it a I twist? wouldn't call it a twist. It's not a twist. It's, okay. it's really a fork. It's a fork okay. in the road. That's, uh, that's fair. It's like you, you're going yeah. along and suddenly there's like a, a dog dead leg. end and you like have a to dog turn leg. Right. Yeah. It's a dog yeah. leg. It's a dog leg yeah. left. Yeah, it's not a twist. It mm-hmm. is a dog leg. Okay. So, um, yeah. You know how we're bad at golfing? Mm-hmm. I do, yes. <laughs> you know how when we golf together, both of us are the worst players that either of us has ever seen? Mm-hmm. And we both think to ourselves, man, I'm glad I'm not that guy. And then we somehow do worse <laughs> than the other person on the next hole. And we're like, oh, man, oh, now boy. I'm that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, those dog those dog leg, those holes, which are the, that's what that's what we have here today. So you think you're going straight toward a flag, but it turns out that's a flag from the next hole. And our, our flag is <laughs> And those guys direction. are pissed. Because, yes, because. they are. <laughs> Historically speaking, they are. We haven't been golfing in a while. No, it's been like probably five years. It's not been quite that long, but it, remember we went with uh, we went with Dick when um, it was like middle of the beginning of the pandemic, really, because mm-hmm. we were like, well, we maybe we can spend time outside together, and we still okay, like wore yeah, masks yeah. on the cart. I, yeah, yeah, because we weren't sure what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't that long nope. ago. Yeah, like none of us kissed <laughs> for the first yeah. time playing golf ever. No one kissed anyone. It was weird, but we made it through eighteen mm-hmm. holes. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, 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 I, okay. I remember this trip. Yeah, this this was the one where I thought to myself, "Oh, I should probably get golf shoes because all I had like you know sneakers and and boots." And I thought I should probably get some golf shoes. Uh-huh. And then I thought to myself, "Wait a second, I have golf shoes. I I I bought golf shoes in Chicago years ago from a like a thrift store." The, oh, I'll go grab those. So I dig around my closet and I find them, and they're not in great shape, but they're Mm-mm. you know they're shoes I'm going to wear for like four hours. You know, so. Who cares and we had a cart, so it's not going to walk yeah. too much like, if you're a good golfer. Yeah. yeah. So, And if you're me, like maybe you're walking half the time. The other half the time you're, you know, napping in the cart. So I get on to, it's got to be maybe the third or fourth hole, and uh, the sole of the shoe just falls right the fuck off. Like, yeah. no, it doesn't like start flapping first. And I'm like, oh, I got to be careful with it. I literally take a step. It was step. just gone. I take a step and I look back and the sole of the shoe is in my previous footstep. Like it, it was just done being on the shoe. And yeah. I thought, oh, well that is going to make, that is going to make the rest <laughs> of this round of golf really challenging. But you know, I can probably get through this. I've, you know, the, the rest of the shoe is intact and I've only got, I think it's like the third hole, but you know, it, it's been worse. And by the, it's four- been, I'm sorry, it's been. You thought it's been worse than I mean, losing the bottom part of your shoe? It could be worse. I'll put it that way. It could be worse. You know, you could have lost the bottoms of both shoes. Exactly. And then on the fourth hole, when I did lose the bottom of the other shoe, <laughs> right. I realized, okay, this is the bottom. This is the bottom of the barrel right here. And so well, you stayed on that course until did, the ninth hole. I did for five more holes. I wore <laughs> shoes that did not have soles on them, which is lit. Like it's they're just moccasins. That's all they were. I just wore moccasins. Uh-huh. To golf for five yeah holes. they were mostly top foot covers at that point <laughs> they top were their umbrellas yeah it was it was just socks on the bottom <laughs> and uh and top foot covers mm-hmm. so then i went back to the truck at the after nine and changed into my sneakers like i should have worn the whole time in my mm-hmm. old socks and it was fine after that so yeah, we got to the ninth hole we got we, we took made the turn and uh i went in to to grab a drink and i came out and i thought where Pat, where's patrick <laughs> and you were uh you had gone to the truck <laughs> to, <laughs> to find those tennis shoes Oh boy, <clears throat> your shoes. Even so, you know we all, like I said, are well. Dick's not too bad, but you and mm-hmm. I are not not very good at golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least we'll see it through. Like your shoes didn't even have the courage to see it through to the ninth hole. Yeah, I, I you know? mean, fuck yeah. those shoes. Yeah, they belong in the lake. I threw them in. That's right. <laughs> uh, 
All right. So anyway, so like that, <laughs> like, <laughs> just, like, just golfing, like that story, <laughs> this story is going to take a hard fork. And I just want to, it's just, um, I just want to, when you think the story is almost over, it's mm-hmm. not. Oh, okay. Just so you know, so you're mentally and emotionally prepared. Mm. So you're actually pretty familiar with Germany and German culture and German language a bit. Yeah. Like my whole, my whole, uh, ancestry is all, all German. Well, so. yeah, but like so is mine mostly. Mm-hmm. But you actually know things about it. Yeah, yeah. I I've, I uh, went there for work probably I don't know ten times or so over the years uh-huh. to uh-huh. Germany, Berlin or Dresden. Um, and then in college, I got I got one. I I, I had to get one credit hour for like an advanced uh, uh, humanity. For in engineering, you have, to, you have to get one. That's it. Just one. That's one. Just yeah. please, just, please yeah, get one. Yeah. Just, just please, show up. Please understand yeah. uh, one talking point for a cocktail party where yeah. you can pretend to be not an automaton <laughs> and just have a conversation with one fucking person in the room. Yeah. Please. That's <laughs> not about like the aerodynamics of supersonic <laughs> vehicles or anything like that. Just please one. So I chose history of uh, German civilization, which mm. was fascinating. It was How far re- back did that go? Uh, oh, um. I don't know, like five, six hundred eighty, something like that. Oh, so yeah. So was, you already know this pro story, probably. I'm sure uh, they covered ghosts. Maybe, yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, it was, it was a. I mean, we covered probably fifteen hundred years of history in, you know, a semester. So I don't know if we got to everything. So you did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I know, I know a bit about it. Your sister-in-law is uh, is from I Germany, mm-hmm. and yeah, she is from she is from from Germany. So. Um, I'm sure we'll go back someday to see her extended family. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, okay. I say all that just so I'm going to throw out some names here. And I, I just, I'm. F- please feel free to chime in with the, uh, pr- correct, the pronunciation. correct pronunciation. Oh, yeah. no, no. I'm going to let you <laughs> and flounder. And the cartoon pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you flounder for a good long while on some of Thank these. Thank you. That sounds great. That sounds fun for me. You can put them for... in the chat if you'd like. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I, um, Okay, so this is the story, Patrick, of the castle at Berg Wolfsegg. Mm-hmm. You familiar with Wolfsegg? Uh, um, Wolfsegg? Wolfsegg? Wolfs- yeah, so you, in, in German, you switch the W's and the V's. Okay. Right. I, don't, I, I don't know. That's, I, 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 mean, I think it's cool. They probably think we switch the W's and the V's, but yeah, that's, that's Gosh, that's true. That's a really, you know what? That's mm-hmm. a global perspective that you mm-hmm. just brought to this podcast, and mm-hmm. I like that. We're going to check is. that off the DEI checklist. First time for everything. <laughs> Uh, Wolfsegg Castle. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with Wolfsegg? I have no, no idea. No, no, I, okay, I, I just know how they say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have you here. So, okay, so Wolfsegg Castle was built in a small, it's a very small, pretty remote village in Germany mm-hmm. called Berg Wolfsegg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Berg, I guess, is. Berg is like town or city. Town. Yeah. Like Pittsburgh is like city of Pitts. Mm-hmm. Yep, the city, Boy, city that is, is the ever. Pit. Yeah. <laughs> pit city. <laughs> um, what do you, what? Is, I don't know what wolf's egg is about. I assume it's got a real meaning, but I don't because I don't. To my knowledge, wolves wolves don't lay eggs, right? Mm, I don't know. I've, I've seen classically, but okay. I don't know. A okay. long time ago, though, you never know. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. They used to they, they evolved a lot in the last um, <laughs> few centuries. So in. The town of Wolfsegg, mm-hmm. it's a, which is about. Uh, I looked. This, I looked this up. So all the sources I read for this were like, it's in the middle of nowhere, and the nearest town is a small town you've never heard of, and it's hours away. And then I Google mapped it, and it's not. It's not too remote. <laughs> it's it's an, it's about an hour's drive southeast of Nuremberg. Oh, okay. Which I've heard about in the same way that most people have heard about Nuremberg. Yeah, yeah Nuremberg. Like really positive ways. Yeah, um, and it's about an hour and a half northeast of Munich. Okay. So it's not like it, it, it's not in the middle of nowhere, but it is in um, it's in Bavaria, mm. and it's a very small little town. Mm-hmm. Now, the castle at Wolfsegg was built in the 13th century by some some rich dummy who built this castle to act as a strategic stronghold for the area to protect it from invaders. Oh, yeah, I mean, what 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 else is the castle for, really? I mean, yeah. Now, he positioned it as a strategic stronghold. That seems to be the wrong word because it was never needed because no one has ever tried to invade the town of Wolfsegg. <laughs> like, if, if, the, if, if the war ever reaches Wolfsegg, then you will, you will love me for building this place. <laughs> Just Admittedly, wait, everybody. 
the war is hundreds of miles and several centuries away. <laughs> right. So I don't know what about this town made this guy think like this would be the strategic spot for mm-hmm. a, uh, a stronghold. But uh, but he sure built one. He built a castle hmm. that was not needed. But the community, of the they really felt uh, they felt better knowing it was there just in case. <laughs> Which I which I get. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a like like a like a fallout shelter. I mean, you don't yeah, want to exactly. use it. You don't want to use it, right? No, but, but if, it, if it's you nice do need to, to use it, it's a nice option. Rather be there than not. Mm-hmm. And this was actually good because um, the they actually I, the historical record suggests that probably the community actually used it as sort of a community space throughout the oh, decades. Like farmers the markets and <laughs> art shows uh, and stuff. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I think I think so. Although I guess implied uh, farmers markets were probably there. all the markets. So. <laughs> that's true that's true um <laughs> they would use it for like you know i i don't know if there was a bad storm people could go there maybe there maybe like a hospital at some points in its history it's been there for forever mm-hmm. so yeah just the community has has used it at various times so it's mm-hmm. been a useful space it's just mm-hmm. not been a useful space for war yeah now in the 16th century um, the people who occupied the castle, there was a man named, oh, here, oh God, uh, Uderic. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Does that sound, does that sound good? I don't, you know what? I'm not even, tar- I, I, I couldn't place a spelling based on your pronunciation. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I'm going to put this in the chat, but I will read it first and you can, you can correct me. Okay. I'm going to put all these fucking names in the chat. It's just. <laughs> I'm going to paste all this in the chat. <laughs> Ulrich. Here yeah, Ulrich. 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 Ulrich von Laber. Ulrich von Laber. Yeah. Von Laber. <laughs> and uh, he lived in the castle in the 16th century, and he lived there with his wife, Clara von Helfenstein, mm-hmm. which I think I got right. I'll put that in here, too. Clara von Helfenstein. Yeah. Now, the, this, 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 the secret of pronouncing German is to pronounce it further back in your mouth than you think you should. Helfenstein. No, no, no. Back, way back there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> is that they do it? Pretty much, yeah. And if you're not producing some amount of phlegm on yourself or on your listener, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> okay. But, yeah. yeah, that's good to know. Good tip. Um, I I love old German names because they all sound like vampire hunters. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of them were. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ulrich. 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 That guy, yeah. the lord of the house, was a knight. So he was often mm. out in battle. Uh, it was a pretty big deal, you know, pretty high-ranking uh, yeah. fellow. Photo ops and stuff, I imagine. Totally, totally, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of thumbs ups and things, and pictures with children. And ribbon so he cutting. didn't spend. Mm-hmm. Yep, ribbon cuttings. It's, yeah, it's very ceremonial <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Every time they opened the new Sam's Club, he was there. Yeah. Um, like if you need somebody to be slain, you wouldn't call like Ulrich. You'd be. You know, no, like, you want to go like British uh, knights. You want to call like Gawain, or you want to call yeah. Lancelot, or yeah, like if you, yeah, you have a real problem that needs like some something really yeah. happening. You're going round table. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to yeah. call Ulrich, but Ulrich is there when you need um, when you need uh, someone to uh, to be a, yeah. a prop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Ulrich. So he was a knight. So he didn't spend much time at home because he was always mm-hmm. out campaigning and cutting mm-hmm. ribbons and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that left Clara at home alone in this big castle. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a point in history where it was not really, it was not really done to be a woman uh, home alone in a castle. Okay. Uh, in the sense that, like, if 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 people came and attacked the castle, women weren't like really traditionally trained in you know the fighting arts. They couldn't. They weren't really trained to defend the castle. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time, like one dude defending the castle probably wouldn't do a whole lot either. Who do you know? better? I don't think they let women handle swords at that point. <laughs> Even so, I mean, like if, if you've got an army coming to invade a castle, it's, you know, either Ulrich or Clara is probably not a whole, probably not a huge difference in the amount of fight they're going to so. put up. Yeah. Like a small difference. Sure. Yeah. But even so. <laughs> So you don't agree that Clara needed a man around the house? No. Well, I mean, she had the whole community there. Like you know, she, again, they're they're doing like a like an art show in the in the courtyard of the castle or something like that, and all of a sudden the Huns show up. And you're like, yeah, you know I think what? artists are traditionally the ones that we turn to in the, in those moments <laughs> to say, "Please save us, thank you." <laughs> so Clara decided that she needed a man around the house for protection, 
I don't know, like change light bulbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah if, if if old Ulrich isn't there very often, I mean, she's probably a little bored. You yeah. I mean, I do know what you mean. And you know who else knows what you mean? Hmm. Clara. <laughs> so <laughs> Clara needs a man around the house. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely just for protection and light bulbs. Mm-hmm. Wink. Um, and so Ulrich says, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I'm away a lot. I want to make sure you're safe. Um, please, you know, find, go search throughout the, the village and find, uh, find a trustworthy young man to come and just, you know, Wait. be on hand to stand guard. Okay. This like, this is sounding like a, like a hall pass sort of is what it sounded like. It, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got one this story man. from yeah. pornhub.com. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, and so Clara says, <laughs> can do. And she goes and she finds a man named Georg Muller. Georg, very good. Very good. Thank you. Now, uh, this one I'm definitely going to need help with because he, mm. <laughs> I'm going to say it first and then I'll put it in the chat so you can enjoy my, <laughs> just the way I butcher this. Uh, all right. So she chose Georg, who was, according to my research, uh, he owned, he was the owner of the Hammermule in Heizenhofen. <laughs> Hammermule in Heizenhofen. Yeah. Heizenhofen. Yeah. 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 Good. yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. He owned the Hammermule in Heizenhofen. And I thought twice, oh, uh, this was something that they, again, every source I read was like, oh, Georg owns the Hammermule in Heizenhofen. <laughs> I thought, what the <laughs> fuck is a Hammermule? <laughs> I like your accent is getting significantly better as this, as this thing goes on. Also, it's, as, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, as, as your as your whiskey gets lower and lower, I know it's your accent. Yeah, gets the whiskey makes genetics kick in. I think mm-hmm. in my oh, yeah. uh, my my German history is really coming through, <laughs> shining through. It's uh, it's unlocking. It's it's turning on all that programming. <sighs> so <laughs> everyone's so excited. Like even historians today are like, "Oh, he owns a hammer mule." <laughs> it's like I don't. What is it? So I looked it up. In the do you know what a, do you know what this do you know what this is? A I'm not familiar with the hammer mule. No, it seems like a the translation is hammer mill. Mm, okay. Which means maybe blacksmith or maybe a grain mill that you hammer. I don't. I don't. Know. I, it's it, it, it's possible so, they referred to mills as hammer mills back then. I mean, it could be. You know, like a if you have like a press. Yeah, milling yeah. things. Yeah, sure. yeah like uh, a lot of times they'll, they'll refer to anything. They'll refer to hammer as anything that's just kind of like um like disintegrating something. So like two huge stones coming together could be considered a, a, a hammer. Mm. Okay. So not uh, not one for nuance, the Germans. Uh, no, I mean, not really, technically. <laughs> uh, so he owned the Hammermule, mm-hmm. and uh, Axel's going to love that because here he comes. He's he's like, does someone down here say Hammermule? So he was. So he's he's a blue collar guy. He's a he's a working man who he's an entrepreneur, which is great. So he's got initiative, but he also works at a mill. And uh, so he's, I, I imagine he's pretty handy. So he's a good choice. Sure. To be Makes there sense. to, you know, to swing hammers and, and do stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's handy around the house and uh, pretty handy in the pants. Oh. Okay. Let's try. Okay. And pretty handy in the bedroom. Is that better or worse? Better. Yeah. Pretty handy with the hammer mill. And maybe yeah. He owned one. Well, but you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He was handy with okay. the hammer mill and handy mm-hmm. with his hands. Mm. Mm. Give me a lot to cut on this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a big edit <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so obviously he and Clara begin having an affair. Good for them. Yeah, I think so. And I, you know, the more I read about this, I, I think Ulrich was not, not, you know, I, I'm I'm anti-affair, generally speaking. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) If you're gonna have an affair, I think Mm. that at least like it's 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 better if the person that you're cheating on is um, is a real dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like there's a spectrum of things, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and plus, again, again, not to not to beat a dead horse here, but what is you said, 16th century. Uh yes yeah I mean all these people are just like hanging on by a thread any given oh, for sure. so I mean for sure can you imagine living in the 1500s yeah. oh my god like any 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 time a, a like an insect <laughs> lands on you and stings you you'd be like hmm is that it <laughs> how many hours know. hours <laughs> minutes I don't yeah. know you eat a berry uh, that like drank water from a new source yeah. uh, is this okay 
Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see in about four hours. <laughs> That's uh. true. So I don't know. I, I I think I think people's priorities were slightly different back then, and I can't really fault them for. It. I think it's a little bit of ethnocentrism there to be like, you know what? Our people wouldn't do that. Well, yeah, know, true. we're not yeah. gonna project. And, you know, we're we're so we're built on this Protestant ideas of, mm. of what's proper. Like we're gonna we're, we're gonna project that on them. Uh, yep. That's that feels like imperialism to me. Mm-hmm. Historical retroactive imperialism <laughs> that is imaginary. That's what it feels like to me, and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. So they start having an affair, and it's it's problematic for several reasons. Like one is the obvious, like Ulrich's going to be mad, sure, and he's uh, mad. And they give him a sword, <laughs> correct. So he's got that sharp that sharp thing that uh, it's but a problem. He doesn't, but he doesn't have a hammer mill, so he I don't have know a hammer mill. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Ulrich, uh, you know, if 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 Ulrich if, doesn't like take care of this guy, he may end up in the hammer mill. If I mean? Georg can only somehow lure Ulrich into the hammer mill. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> uh, the second reason it was problematic was because uh, it turns out Georg and Ulrich were actually arch enemies. <laughs> Why do... Oh, okay. Yeah. And this they, makes and, me think, like, she, Clara must have known. Like, if you yeah. have an arch enemy... <clears throat> yeah. If you, okay. I don't... Do you have an arch enemy? Uh, no. Okay, so you do. So whoever it is, is it me? <laughs> you have to tell me. This is a podcast that's being uh, recorded, so you have to legally tell me. I mean, I, entrapment. Like I, I, I talk with a with a frighteningly small number of people on a daily basis that I'm not currently employed by. So I would say <laughs> you're probably like on the arch enemy list and the arch friend list. So okay, that's not bad. Huh. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay, well. Whoever your arch enemy is, mm-hmm. uh, you probably Amy probably knows, right? You probably talked to Amy about that, right? Uh, who are arch enemies? Are? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Like, you'd want to say like, like, "Hey, look out for this idiot. Yeah, he's my yeah. arch enemy. That's Don't let p- this guy into the house." Yeah, that's our pillow talk right there. You know, <laughs> and it hey, gets her are you so still hot. awake? <laughs> wow, do you want to talk about arch enemies? God, do I? I'm wide awake now. Do you want to talk about who made me so angry today? Oh my god, I've never been so horny. <laughs> Uh, the answer is always that bitch blah 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 at work and yeah i know i know it is i know it is <laughs> so you so i i mean to me clara must know that georg is her husband's nemesis yeah and she still chooses him which <laughs> this, it, this this reminds me of, like my favorite norm mcdonald joke ever where he's, <laughs> God, oh, he's, <laughs> where he says a- he says, you know, oh, me, me and my wife, we, uh, we, we gave each other, uh, you know, the, these, these, these hall passes, you know, hall pass, you know what that is? You know, so, uh, you know, so I use my hall pass and, uh, I tell her, oh, it's going to be, uh, Christy Brinkley, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Kathy Ireland, that's going to be my two hall passes. Yeah. And this idiot, my wife, this idiot, this dummy, she picks the gardener and his brother. <laughs> Oh, Norm. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Rest so yeah. So that's who. That so that that's who she picks. She's like, you know, oh, oh, I need someone to defend me, to defend my life. I'm gonna pick the guy that you hate more than anybody else in the world. And he's yeah. Gonna, so he's like, he's I don't know, the, the Queen of Denmark. She's yeah. pretty. I saw a uh, a a <laughs> what are those old drawings called? A lithograph. That's the one I was yeah. looking for. Thank you. I saw a lithograph of her, and she is thusly attractive. <laughs> and she was like, "Okay, I guess I'll pick Georg." <laughs> Georg, Mister Hammermill, <laughs> who owns the Hammermill in Heitzenhofen? <laughs> so, uh, I know so few people. I don't know. <laughs> How many Georgs can there be? I don't many. It could be different Georg. <laughs> So, how far are we into this story, by the way? Oh boy, we have so much fun to go. Oh, how, how many minutes are we in? This I thought this was gonna be a short one. We're at forty-five minutes almost, so we'll just keep right. on going. Nope. <laughs> so, oh god. So, uh, so, so she must have known. Like, so she must have really not liked Ulrich very much. Sure, because of course, there's no way. But they're uh, they're having an affair now. Ulrich, wherever he is, uh, he finds out. So that they're not secret about it because. Mm-hmm. People around the town find out, and then someone sends it, like, I don't know, fucking Raven or whatever to yeah, Ulrich. Yeah, like, how, how do you, it must be so easy to keep a secret back in these days. It's like <laughs> no. the 16th century, you know, I mean, you could, you could go out and literally, like, shoot a guy in the street in the middle of the night, and... It's going to be at least three weeks before the police find out. Yeah. 
Yeah, the police. I, like that. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> exist right now. The police is Ulrich at this point. So <laughs> right. So I don't know. Someone is like writing on a parchment and uh, tying it to an arrow and shooting it yeah. to the horizon, hoping someone picks it up and keeps shooting it to the next horizon. <laughs> uh, eventually, once once the monks copy this a few times and distribute it to the other towns, perhaps you will find out about it. <laughs> My so this God. is probably going on for 17 years. Yeah. Before My wife, anything. who's been dead for a decade, is having an affair <laughs> with Gail. At the Hammermule. The Hammermule in Heitenhofen? Yeah. Oh, it's a good Hammermule. <laughs> So, uh, Ulrich finds out about this, mm-hmm. and he is not happy. Mm. I mean, he is not not even like one bit. Yeah. So he does what I think you know any self respecting human would do. Mm. He sends a message back to the village and tells two farmers, uh, "I will give you a lot of money if you go murder my wife." The wife. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Georg is a very dangerous person, so we well, would we murder the wife. <laughs> the wife seems much easier to kill, yeah. no? <laughs> uh, I will say, it. It the the reason why he wanted them to murder the wife is because he wanted... Th- this, is, this is not like an excuse, but yeah. <laughs> Ulrich wanted to kill Georg himself. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I need to make sure the affair stops first. Exactly. And yeah. the best way to do that is to... Yeah, like I don't yeah. know, any, I don't know any, anyone in the area to give my wife leprosy, so I guess I'll just have her killed first. Yeah, and okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, so he hires these two farmers mm-hmm. and uh, to go kill his wife, and they're like, "Sure." Yeah, I'm so bored. <laughs> okay. I'm so bored with my life right now. All I do is plant wheat all fucking day long. This sounds very exciting. It's, Thank it's, you, Ulrich. <laughs> so exciting. So the two men go to the castle, and they get in pretty easily because they're locals, and they're like, hello, where does you do? Hello, we just want to say hello. We're here for the art show. <laughs> we here so it's a really good painting and lithographs inside of the Queen of Denmark. I don't know. So they go inside, and they find Clara, mm-hmm. and uh, they stab her to death. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which is not a, I don't think it's a good way to go. I don't know. I don't know what would be a good way to go. If, I mean, if a sat- cast into the Hamamula probably wouldn't be very good either. So Yeah. So I guess it'd be poetic it, though. It would be poetic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I would do it. Like just for like <laughs> just for the just for the songs people would write several centuries later. <laughs> but uh, these are fucking farmers. They don't know. Yeah, they just you know yeah, I brought gonna, this pitchfork. You gotta yeah. stab it through your head. You're gonna pay like fifteen bucks a piece to go and do this, and then they're gonna <laughs> right. go back to their boring ass lives. Yeah, and they tell Georg like just so you know, because Georg's there, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> so Georg's not doing a very good, by the way, a uh, good job of defending the castle. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they tell him Ulrich is coming for you himself. Mm. They give him the fair warning. This is nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, now, now, I'm kind of getting into it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, um, so Clara is, is murdered in the castle mm-hmm. and now she is dead. It's, it tends to happen. <laughs> <laughs> has happened sometimes when you are murdered. Now, Georg doesn't like how this has all gone down. Mm-hmm. Right. And he doesn't like that Ulrich is coming back for him. Mm-hmm. So he decides to run away. Oh, I was going to say, I, okay. Yeah. So far. What are you going to do? No, I, I, I was hoping he was going to run away. I'm, yeah. I'm like, putting myself in those shoes like, okay. This guy has this guy has a big sword. He's a uh-huh. knight. He probably has a horse and armor. Oh, I assume so. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All I have is a Hamamula, and even I don't really <laughs> which know which is it does. in a different town. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it like grinds up wheat, and I don't think I can really help myself with that. You know. So yeah, I I would I would hightail it. I would get on the like the nearest donkey and just like <laughs> kick ass in the opposite direction for and go days. very slowly in the yeah. other direction. <laughs> Um, that's basically what he does. So, well, actually, he's kind of smart. Um, Georg is uh, he's an interesting character. So he he decides to run away, but he 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 understands that he's panicking, mm. and he thinks like I need to think clearly. I need some time to like figure out what to do now. Mm-hmm. Like Ulrich's not he's away at war. Yeah, he's probably on his way back now. Sure, uh, but he's got some time. But yeah, so he's, he's got- like I. So yeah, so he's got he's got time to kind of figure himself out. Um, the two farmers don't seem interested in murdering him, but. Georg needs a place to like go and think and like clear his head and like mm-hmm. calm down because he just watched his lover get murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a wreck, so he needs to find a place where he can be in solitude and think. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the interesting things about Wolfsegg's geography. <laughs> 
is that it is located on a supernatural hellmouth. What the fuck? What? What's up? You watch Buffy? Uh, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. But watch the first season. Yeah. You want to watch first season? I mean, so uh, six more to go, my friend. I got into it uh, like during COVID. Just, you know, it was it was something. You just, just to, started watching Buffy in 2020. I, I was I was very counterculture okay. whenever Buffy came out. You know, I, I thought, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. You were you were <laughs> you're very punk. As I yeah, as I, I mean, as I it, yeah, tell. yeah, like like Sarah Michelle Geller, like doing some you know high kicks and dress pants wasn't really my I, shtick back okay. then. Well, this okay. is that's a misrepresentation of. Um, uh, I mean that now that did happen lots say, of after, times. after watching the first season. <laughs> it's primarily her doing high kicks and dress pants. Look, the first season is Monster of the Week. Her kicking uh, monsters in dress pants, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it anyway. I'm not gonna. Look, this is not the time or place. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Uh, so this is not going to help you at all, but, uh, Sunnydale where they lived that it was on a hell mouth. It's basically a, like a, a tunnel from hell to okay. the town. Okay. So like demons come out all the mm-hmm. time, basically. Mm-hmm. That's where Wolf's egg is. So says whom exactly? Well, all of history. Okay. Mm <clears throat> this is where we're taking a little fork in the road. <laughs> <laughs> now, the village of Volseg is surrounded by a forest. Mm-hmm. Commonly in Bavaria, that's the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. In the center of that particular forest is a deep, deep opening in the earth. Okay. This is a cave that is so steep and so dark, the locals there have always, and still to this day, refer to it simply as the hole. Hmm. Okay. Now Interesting for you to know, locals, even today, again, they will mm-hmm. not approach this hole. Hmm. Uh, and throughout antiquity, they have never wanted to approach the hole because for literally at least 800 years, as far as I could surmise, uh, the belief has been that this hole in the ground has been a passage to hell. Okay. <clears throat> like it, it, at no point did some German teenagers just like start throwing rocks into it. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> now, if you go past the cave, you can hear primal screaming coming from deep down inside. Okay. And it's a sound that, according to everyone who's heard it, is not. it's animalistic, but it is not an animal they have ever heard. It is a super blood-curdling, demonic scream. Hmm, okay. Okay. Local legend has it that if you go into the cave or even went near it, Satan himself or one of his demons would claw their way out of the cave. They would come for you. They would grab you. They would drag you down to hell and eat you alive. Hmm. This is the mythology around the cave. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that's real. I'm saying this is the story. Yeah. This is how we scare the children from not going too far into the woods. Basically. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but over the centuries, children have gone missing in this forest in the mm-hmm. general area of the hole. Mm-hmm. And also, grown men who have gone in to cut down trees in the forest mm-hmm. have gone. If they, some of them who have gone into the forest around this cave, have never returned. Mm. Okay, nobody's ever found. Okay. Because the belief is there's a demon living in the wolf's eggs woods mm-hmm. in this hole. Okay, this was true at Georg's time. It's true now too, um, but also true back in the uh, in the 1500s. Now Georg certainly knows of these stories. But he's not a superstitious person. He doesn't believe in mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, and he's like the fucking, he's the hammer mule of Heights yeah. Coffin. So he's yeah. like, <laughs> of course not. Um, so for him, he's like, I know the perfect place to hide. I'm going to go fucking hide in this cave for a while. No yeah. one will come there. Yeah, exactly. Which is pretty smart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, I'm, uh, I, I have a lot of props to somebody who is like not, um, not superstitious in the 16th century. When like they still amazing, right? When they still don't really understand eclipses, (laughs) you know, (laughs) right? Like that's that that might uh, again that 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 might be like the like the 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 weird little bell curve of like are you too stupid to understand that you should be scared (laughs) or are you too smart to know that you should be scared of this? (laughs) It's less of a bell curve; it's more of a bell blip. I think like a he's the one person that's gay org. Um, so he's like, I, I don't think there's a demon inside his cave, but that's a great place to go, you know, hide for like a day or two because sure. no one will come there. Like, yeah, 
he will be safe hiding there. Yeah. Demon seems like a risk. Ulrich seems like a certainty. So Correct. may as so, well. Yeah, yeah. So he, he goes to the forest and he climbs down mm-hmm. into the cave. Mm-hmm. And his plan is, I'm just going to stay here for a day or two and mm-hmm. figure myself out and then like get the fuck out of town. I just need Classic. a plan. Like, where am I going to yep. go? Like, what am I going to, how am I going to yep. live? Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the cave. He's never seen again. He never emerges from the cave. Okay. Mm. At least, I should say, his body never emerges from the cave. Okay. A few months after Georg goes missing, the townspeople start reporting that they have seen him in the forest. But if they approach him, he will suddenly vanish, disappear, thin air, poof. Oof. Gone. Okay. Georg is now a ghost. Mm. Now, mo- like some people would see him wandering through the woods, but most people who saw him, they saw Georg standing at the tree line of the forest, just inside the edge of the, the wood line. Sure. Um, staring up longingly at the castle of Wolf's Egg, Aww. where his lover, Clara von Heifenstein, <laughs> was murdered. Again, if they approach him, he disappears. Mm-hmm. And for her part, Clara also still wanders the halls of the castle. Oh. Clara also is a ghost now. If you go visit the castle today, you might see what some uh, so many visitors have reported. You might hear, uh, actually, you might hear, okay, so first, you might hear the wailing cries of a sad woman. Um, people have seen strange light anomalies, which I assume means floating orbs. Which, yeah, you know, sure. Here's the thing I know. We, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, although I will say, when people uh, in this story talk about floating orbs, they actually gave a really interesting um, kind of rationale for that. Where did I put this? So they weren't like, oh, floating orb, that's Carla or mm-hmm. Clara. <laughs> um, the, the, the reason they gave was uh, there are electromagnetic disruptions that her spectral form causes that produce the strange light anomalies boy does that sound like a german explanation for ghosts it? i've ever heard <laughs> is, <laughs> no I it's not it. a ghost it's a it's an electromagnetic disturbance in the force she's not the, she's yeah, not she, the ball of she's light not no, a ghost. No, no, she's but, still uh, here in her mm, how do you say the the, the waveform yeah. i don't I, yes <laughs> <laughs> so they <laughs> they don't think that she is the light they think she's an electromagnetic disruption that causes light which i think is cool um, and every once in a while, someone will see the whole full, and I am quoting a a, a, a source here, the top two toe uh, apparition of Clara von Helfenstein, uh, the full version of her who drifts through the halls of the castle in a white dress. And she sometimes stops at a window that looks out over the forest mm-hmm. as if she is searching for Georg. Uh, who in his death is also searching for her. Oh, that's really sweet. That's really nice. So she is known as the lady in white. Um, and you can go and check her out <laughs> next time you're in the Wolf's Egg <laughs> castle. But um, I'm going to give you one final note about the Wolf's Egg cave, the hole in the ground. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. I'm also very yeah. interested in like what Ulrich's final like judgment is on this. You know, I thought you me- might be. So, here's what I have to tell you. In the 1920s, mm-hmm. so we're skipping ahead yeah, <laughs> you know, a few centuries here. For a couple centuries, yeah, sure. Um, there was like, a group of naturalists and geologists who have heard all these stories from the German mm-hmm. folks uh, for you know years about these demons and the, the sounds coming from this this hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and the you know the locals are like that is the devil and the you know naturalist geologists they are men of science and they are like that is not yeah. <laughs> the devil <laughs> i'm curious so, what it is though let's go look right at it. yeah so they're gonna go figure it out so a group of them got together and they investigated um and so they go to the mouth of the cave and they see it's incredibly steep it really is like mm-hmm. it's it's closer to vertical than not okay it's a very steep cave um, and they reckon that it's too steep, that it, it's so steep that it's not possible for any animal to live down there because you couldn't easily crawl in and yeah. crawl out. Yeah. 
So there's no animal inside the cave. They're like, that's mm. that's not it. And they assume, like, actually what we think it probably is, is um, this is probably a vent that goes down to another cave. Sure. Yeah. And there might be an animal in that cave that's, you know, doing its thing and it's roaring yeah. up and that sound mm-hmm. is coming out through this vent. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they assume. They're going to go check, though. Of course. See if that's right. Because yep. they are men of science. Mm-hmm. And so they climb down into the cave. Mm-hmm. They expect this vent to be, I don't, I don't fucking know caving. So I don't know, not too far from (laughs) the, the crust of the earth from, uh, from, from ground level. Um, and they expect to kind of drop into a horizontal cave system. This Mm -hmm. is how vents work, right? Sure. Um, so they climb down and they go down and down and down. And this hole is so much deeper than they expected They do not find a horizontal cave at the bottom. Oh, my gosh. They're climbing down, and they realize this is not a vent. This is actually its own cave system. This is, as far as they can tell, no one has ever found another mouth to a cave that connects Mm -hmm. to this. As far as anyone can tell, and there was more research done here in the 60s, um, and they held this true. As far as anyone can tell, this is the mouth of the cave. Wow. But it is so steep, and it's like, again, more vertical than not. So they climb, So these guys in the 20s are climbing down. There's no cave down there. Um, what they eventually find, though, is some chambers that break off from this main shaft, mm-hmm. as you will find in caves. Mm-hmm. Sure. So they're going down, and they're a little freaked out already because they're like, yeah. they expected to, to drop into a different cave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I only have so much rope, and I'm almost yeah. at the end of the rope. So. <laughs> they're literally at the end of their ropes <laughs> and they're still going down, but they finally, so they're already freaked out. Like this is not what we expected this to be. Mm-hmm. This seems to be its own cave. And that is worrisome because again, like they can now hear animal sounds too, mm. but they can't, there's no animal that could climb in or out of this cave. Right. Yeah. It's too steep. Yeah. So they keep going down, but they find these, these chambers. And so they go into the chamber systems. They go into a few of them. And the floors of every single chamber they go into, covered with bones. Oh. Absolutely chock-a-block <laughs> with bones. <laughs> and some of the bones appeared to be quite old, mm-hmm. like maybe 100 years, maybe more. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's hard to tell, like, how bones might or might not break down mm-hmm. in, a, in a cave situation. But many of the bones appeared to be quite old. Some of the bones were very new. Mm-hmm. And very fresh. Whoa. It had a uh, pretty recent meat on them. Mm. Okay. And <laughs> the walls of these chambers had claw marks on them. So these men of science have decided they don't want to do science anymore <laughs> because they are so fucking terrified of what this might mean. Um, they gather a handful of bones mm-hmm. for <clears throat> testing and they climb out of the cave and they do not go back because again, like as far as they now know, this is its own cave. There is a monster in, there is a creature inside. Yeah. Um, they don't know what it is, but they know uh, any earthly animal could not climb in and out of here. Mm-hmm. And it certainly, there is something that is bringing, things down here to eat them or a series of things Mm. or whatever that have been eating things down in this cave for many years, years. potentially hundreds of years and, uh, not being able to, there's nothing on earth that explains this. Wow. That's wild. So they're not saying it's Mm. a ghost or that it's a demon, but it's Satan. We're just saying we don't want to talk about it anymore. We don't want to go back. No, what the fuck is happening? And we're never going back down there. And that is how they leave it. That is there. So they did test the bones that they brought out. The ones that they brought out, mm-hmm. which is like a one bag full of bones. Yeah. They were all animal bones. Okay. I don't want to, so I don't want to, you know, I want to be sure. very clear here. Yeah. There are no human bones found there, but there also were so many more bones that no one has decided to test because no one wants to go back down into this cave. <laughs> um. So today you can go tour the castle. If mm-hmm. you, want. you can go to Wolfseg mm-hmm. and the castle is still there. Uh, if you do, you can look out for the lady in white. She apparently is pretty active. So you might get a good chance of hearing her or seeing her. Uh, if you go to the forest, you might see Georg. 
Uh, if you take a tour of the castle, I should note the tour, apparently the tour guides. So there is a small like stalactite cavern under the castle. Okay. Which is not the hole. It's not. Right. Of course. Yeah. The demon cave. But if you go there, they will be like, now we will take you to the hole. And they'll take you to the bottom of the castle. And it's like, this is the the, the demon yeah. cave. Are you terrified? Yeah. <laughs> Would you like to um, drop one Deutschmark into the demon cave? Exactly. Yeah. So this is this is um, a money grab. Right. Because uh, you should know, uh, as a listener of this podcast, that is not the hell hole. Um, they will show it to you as if it is. It is a lie. That is not mm. the thing. The actual hole is out in the woods. Um, but but not for the faint of heart not for the faint of heart and apparently if you actually like go around and ask the locals where to find this Mm -hmm. they won't they will not tell you because they (laughs) like they are so scared of it apparently the locals don't even go near it and they will not they won't even send tourists there which i think is like the pinnacle of being scared of something because like if you're in chicago and you're a tourist i will send you to the worst places I'll be like, yeah, go to Edebevex. It's great. You'll love it. <laughs> and it's terrible there. <laughs> so if they're not going to send the tourists to the hellhole, it must be pretty bad. And that is, I guess they don't want you to become the next, uh, the next, the next victim that we talk about on the next episode of uh, Is This a Ghost? Wow. But by, by the way, if if you if you look up um, <clears throat> Wolfseg, uh, Wolfseg Castle on Google Maps, mm-hmm. you will find nearby. Another hole called Der called Durlach Hole, which looks. F- I'm just gonna. You know what? I'm just gonna. You put it because I. I'm just gonna put that in the chat because this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> so this is just near the castle. Let's see here. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like if <clears throat> Tolkien created a door and a mountain to lead you to a terrifying what is this this is this this is uh, Dur like hola hola is a hole um it is <laughs> sure. yeah i got it's, that it's in the middle of the woods outside of berg Volseg. are there bars across the entrance yeah. why looks, is the entrance a perfect rectangle uh, it, it looks like they probably sealed up the concrete and then carved a hole carved oh. the doorway into it why would you carve a hole in something you sealed with concrete? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but it looks like they don't want anybody going in there anymore. So, looks like the hole is closed for business. <laughs> Unless you really want to crawl between those bars and make your own little movie. It's got five reviews. I mean, that could be the hole. Yeah. It could be it. Yeah, it, it says... Uh, this is translated from German. It says uh, it's very interesting. Unfortunately, prohibited cave is not easy to find, as it's uh, several meters from the trail. Mm. Yeah. So I I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's I'm I'm, pr- not I'm pr- saying this isn't the hole. <laughs> if that is the hole, though, that is so much scarier than I thought the hole was going to be. I thought the hole what was going to be you some. Think? You didn't think the hole was going to be scary? I thought the hole was going to be some, like, not, uh, some like gaping thing. Well, I, I thought the hole was going to be some like gaping thing where there's, you know, like 10,000 bats fly out of it at night or whatever. This You're looks thinking like. of the bat cave. This looks, well, you know, that's, you know, 50 meters wide or something like that. This looks like literally a door in the forest with bars across it. And if anybody is stupid enough to go inside of that door, they just get Jesus completely Christ. consumed. If you go to google and search images of this cave mm-hmm. i don't know i don't think it's going to help <laughs> there are some images of people in supposedly inside yeah God, there's close-ups of the bars i don't okay i don't know this might be the hole I, so if you want to check this out it's durlachola d-u-r-r-l-o-c-h-h-o-h-l-e um I look at this at your own risk, I guess. <laughs> it's horrifying. Um <clears throat> and that is the story of uh of the Cafelet Vulseg. Castle of <laughs> Nope. That is the story of the Castle of Vulseg and the Lady in White and her lover Georg and uh the hole. The hole to hell. My goodness. It's a whole thing, right? Just terrifying. Yeah. Well, Patrick, if you thought this episode was good, you should go. You know, you should you should go to uh, to Apple Podcasts wherever you listen, and you should rate and review it and give it five stars and two mm-hmm. thumbs up. 
<laughs> it would be great if you would do that. <laughs> uh, and if you like, you also just tell your friends. I it's so fun. We're it's it's cool now because we're seeing uh, we get the analytics obviously, and uh, I don't know listenership is growing and it's really fun and we would like to grow it more. So mm-hmm. uh, continue to tell your friends. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having a good time, Patrick. You having a good time? Having a great time. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your enemies. Tell the lady at the at the supermarket. Yeah. Tell everybody. <laughs> tell everybody. Tell everyone you know. Uh, I think that's it. Any uh, any parting words from you? No, I really. We should really... do like a we should do like a ending thing. You know, like, like a thing like, we end like specific. Oh oh oh, like, so like a... we know so that we know yeah. how to end it. You know, oh, okay, like like a Carol Burnett type thing. Okay, yeah, I think. Yeah, so. okay. <laughs> I think if you channel Carol Burnett, that's actually going to be really great for this this whole vibe. Uh, I don't really know what I got. No, no, it's uh, a yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so tonight's not your like extemporaneous night. Not really, no. Uh, how about how about um, thank you, thank you for listening to "Is This a Ghost?" Remember, you're next. Ah, ooh, that's, that's that's not good, right? Yeah, that's a little aggressive. Um, okay, thank you for listening to "Is This a Ghost?" Uh, do you have any other questions? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 thank you for listening to is this a ghost the 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 the, the only funny podcast about ghosts that's probably not true right uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure there's a lot, lot funnier ones um thank you for listening to uh is this ghost the only podcast named is this a ghost that's there solid because See? they're there that is indisputable you know what mm-hmm. cut it print that's what we say all right sounds good 